1: news on your favorite teams this is inside sports with reed wilkins brought to you by james h brown and
2: associates alberta
1: injury lawyers the heavy hitters of injury law Break out the fine China. It's time for Inside Sports. How's everybody doing today? Blue Jays threw three innings against the Yankees. No score in that game. Hoops tonight. East Finals game one starts in about half an hour. Celtics taking on the Heat. Hockey playoffs in the NHL resume tomorrow. The East Final will begin with the Panthers against the Hurricanes. West Final starts on Friday with the Stars taking on the Golden Knights. Did our Picks earlier today on Oilers now with Bob Stauffer. And yes, once again, I'm picking the Panthers to win a series. I've been right with them in rounds one and two might as well keep riding the Panthers and I'm taking the Golden Knights after picking against the Golden Knights when they played Winnipeg and when they played the Oilers they're not going to fool me again I even picked them to beat the Stars in five games we'll see thanks a lot for tuning in tonight the Oilers autopsy continues and today it was head coach Jay Woodcroft and general manager Ken Holland taking questions from the media and giving their thoughts on the season on the postseason loss to Vegas and of course what comes next for this team that you got to say it had a very very good regular season and then just could not come through in the playoffs against a pretty good club so we're going to get to uh several key comments over the next hour or so kelly rudy's going to check in a little bit later on and our old buddy drew ramenda will be on the show as well happy to hear from you at 780-496-0063 that's the hotline presented by Teed, the pros choice for roofing siding drywall insulation and ceiling systems Teed pro all the way you can email the show inside sports at 630 Com. You can send me a DM on Twitter at Reid Wilkins. R-e-i-d W-i-l-k-i-n-s, spelled like Dominique, though I don't have quite his athletic prowess. And I am going to give you an assignment, and I know you love assignments, but this one is Oilers and hockey related. And I've, I've given a similar assignment in the past and you guys seem to rally around it. So I'll, I'll give you that in a couple minutes here because I think it's one you're going to enjoy and might make you think a little bit. But, of course, there have been uh, reports recently. Frank Saravelli from Daily uh, Faceoff, he, he's one of the regulars on Stop Show every day, he said, okay, it, the, it's going to happen. Ken Holland will, will not be the general manager of the Oilers, and Steve Steos will be. So Ken Holland today was asked about his future with the team.
3: Well, I've got a year to go in my contract. For me, uh, it's unfinished business. I I plan to honor my contract. Beyond that, you know, at at this stage of my life, I I don't invest in green bananas. Just not sure if I'm going to be around long enough to see them ripen to be yellow. I believe the time is now. I believe we have a really good team. I believe there's lots of really good teams around the National Hockey League. We're not the only good team around the National Hockey League, but I believe that over as Bob just said, you know, we've gone 12th, 11th, 11th, 6th. You you want to be good in the playoffs, you got to be good in the regular season. You just you, you, you can't be in one year, miss one year, be in one year, miss one year, get in and be the 8th seed and think you're, you're going to win the Stanley Cup. You got to be you got to you got to you want to win in the playoffs, you got to win in the regular season. Um and I think we're, 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 we're building that. Some young people are starting to, you know, look at Stu Skinner being a 24-year-old goaltender. Um, just actually just met with McLeod, a 23-year-old center Iceman. We've got some young people that are, um, these are great experiences for them to, to hopefully be ready next year to um, go all the way.
1: Well, he gave us a good soundbite there, didn't he? He doesn't invest in green bananas, uh, given where he's at in his life and his career. One year left on his contract with the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, He obviously wants to win it one more time. He referenced championship years in Detroit several times throughout his availability today. and, And he'd made the comment, and he brought this up a few times, saying he doesn't necessarily feel this roster needs to be overhauled. He said the team that won the Stanley Cup in 2008 was largely the same team that lost to the Edmonton Oilers in the first round in 2006. You know, the champion teams of 97 and 98 had a lot of the key pieces there in 94 and 95, et cetera. So there will have to be some decisions to be made, and, and he's, I'll get to some comments he made about specific players and the cap situation as we move along tonight. Holland also had this to say about the season-ending loss against the Golden Knights.
3: I've got an empty feeling. I think anytime you feel that your team can go on a, a long playoff run and you don't go as long as you, you know, you don't go to the end, you're disappointed. So it's an empty feeling. But I also know, as a manager, you get to have an empty feeling for like 36 hours, and then you got to get back at it. We're doing, you know, been doing exit interviews. We had a good regular season. Uh, we had we had high hopes, high expectations, and uh, we had a disappointing finish. We didn't. Uh, we we didn't get the job done obviously we got beat by a better team a team that finished ahead of us in the standings by two points um and they beat us head to head in a two-week two-week tournament so uh not good enough the goals obviously is to win the stanley cup and um when you don't win the stanley cup it's a disappointing year
1: Yeah, empty feeling. I think that's a good way to describe it. I've discussed this the last couple of days, certainly different from last year. And hey, it's always a little empty when you're in the playoffs and you're going along and you don't get the big prize. I think last year there was yes disappointment but a lot of hope I think there should still be hope with this team and I think there still is but I I think that sadness and disappointment and that emptiness has been the overwhelming feeling in oil country for the last couple of days because the team was so good down the stretch and did a good job getting past a dogged LA team in the first round Uh, by the way I think we already got a couple of guys on hold I will get to you I just want to finish a couple storylines here Ken Holland you know getting a lot of praise for his Work this season specifically bringing in Nick Bukestad and Matthias Ekholm prior to the trade deadline and uh, over you know you look back over the last couple of years got Evander Kane signed Zach Hyman he also signed Jack Campbell which right now is a, is a move that does not appear to have worked out very well Campbell did have a good one loss record during the regular season but his save percentage was not good he makes five million dollars per season he has four years left on his contract and here's what Holland had to say about Jack Campbell
3: first off I think that anytime not anytime uh quite often players that signed long-term big contracts you know big in their biggest contract they go elsewhere they feel a ton of pressure to to live up to the contract and it puts a lot of stress on them i know that there's other goalies in the national hockey league this year that signed big deals a year ago and year one was a was it was a tough go, and year two turned out pretty good i'm believing that year two is going to be pretty good
1: okay so that's ken holland on jack campbell maybe it will be hope uh, hopefully it will be And goaltending was uh, a big discussion point throughout the playoffs. Stuart Skinner wound up getting pulled four times in 12 games. He did not look as sharp as he did for most of the regular season, which uh, has him as a Calder Trophy finalist. Head coach Jay Woodcroft, who kept coming back, to uh, Skinner, even after games he struggled, was asked about his management of Skinner in the playoffs.
2: What I think is that those are things that we're going to revisit. Um, I would say that Stewart's narrative on the season was probably one of the best things about our team this year. Um, made the All Star game, first time uh, drafted and developed goaltender, I think, won 29 games for our organization. Uh, he helped. Call- some of the waters back there. Um, you know, we we down the stretch we were competing for uh, the first overall spot in the conference, which has some advantages, including having home ice in the second round. Um, you know, but. Those are things that we do think about. I think the one thing with Stewart is that he's a young man. He's capable of handling a heavy workload. I personally saw that. I thought there were, were moments in the playoffs that just like every other player and just like the coaches, he would like to have back. I thought the games that he was pulled in it wasn't all on him it was sometimes on the team and the one thing he showed was a bounce back ability and he proved that over time so from game four in LA to game five in uh, winning game five here uh, from game three versus Vegas and in winning in game four so he's proven that over time that's also a belief or an experience that i have uh, seen at a different level with him um in the end our team lost the series and those are all things that we think about talk about uh examine discuss study uh and and uh, will eventually inform a lot of the the things that we do moving forward
1: all right so uh kind of of a long answer there from what but I think basically what he is saying is I believed in Stuart Skinner because Stuart Skinner believes in himself. Um, I I mean, look, this is probably going to be debated all summer. Should he have started Campbell? When should he have started Campbell? But he explained his reasoning anyway for going back to uh, Skinner every game in the postseason. So here's what I want to do tonight. And we did this uh, once before. We did it when the Oilers were struggling under Dave Tippett. It was probably about five or six weeks before Tippett got fired, but there were some problems with the team, and, and Tip was taking some criticism. So I want you to tell me what you would say to either Ken Holland or Jay Woodcroft if you just sat down and had coffee with them. You just meet him for coffee, you know, maybe a, tims Maybe at Remedy, wherever you have coffee. You meet for coffee. So it's not an adversarial situation. You're not there to pick them apart or get angry at them. You're talking about the season. And maybe you want to ask a question or two or have some advice or say, I don't know, did you think about this? You're just having coffee. So let me know. 780 496 0063. You're having coffee with Ken Holland and or Jay Woodcroft. What are you saying? in kind of a casual off-season coffee conversation. We will uh, get to Sir Robert on the phone line when we get back. 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Rick Wilkins. Brought by, by James H. Brown and Associates,
2: Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers.
1: Oh, this is such a good track. Said a colleague walking by as so I was talking about taking Woodcroft or Holland for coffee. Uh, they pointed out, "Why didn't you mention Block 1912 as a place you could go?" Yes, Ooh. that's a that's a good point. Got a lot of options there, Kellen.
2: Yes, there's uh, all over the city. There's there's great uh, coffee spots yeah. and that stuff. People like coffee. Okay, yeah, definitely.
1: Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We have Sir Robert on the line. Hello, Sir Robert. Hey Reed, how you doing? You did not call in the night the orders were eliminated. Were you too tired? Too disappointed? What happened? Phone
0: lines say, too busy? I would say it was a. I would say it was a combination of all three. Personally. Okay. But but <laughs> uh, but uh, no. I mean uh, obviously in the first uh, uh, the first day or two, you know, I mean the, the first first 24 hours, I was. I guess I'd say I was I, I was disappointed because you know because this team was was obviously better than last year's I think the expectations were higher but then ultimately within the last 24 hours or so I've kind of started thinking you know what and, and you know and then like hearing that hearing the talk that like the Oilers were more or less beating themselves and shooting themselves in the foot and they weren't good five on five against Vegas and I agree they weren't um ultimately i've i come to come to realize vegas was vegas especially his last two games they were the better team they deserve to win now uh, obviously as for as for woodcroft's handling of skinner i mean i mean look skinner skinner obviously had the had the better season than campbell do i believe campbell should have gotten a chance sure but i mean i guess ultimately at this point it really doesn't matter woodcroft Woodcroft had his, had had his reasons of for sticking with Skinner. I mean, was Skinner in the playoffs was average at best, I thought. But I mean, look, Campbell. Cam, I I guess uh, I guess I can see why Jabe Woodcroft was he- hesitant to play Campbell in the sense of that, like Campbell's numbers were not yeah. were not up to snuff. I guess you could call them.
1: And, and that's probably a fair word to use. It's it's not that they didn't think Campbell could win that it it was hesitancy. There was just enough doubt, right? Because of how he played in the regular season. For sure. Uh quickly yeah. quickly Sir Robert, who's going to win it all now?
0: Well, I mean, ideal well, I mean, I, ideally for me I, I don't I I really don't want it to be Vegas. I was, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I I uh, I mean, I'm hoping for Honestly, at this point, as much as, as much as I heard you earlier saying that you uh, you picked Vegas, I'm I'm honestly I'm pulling for Dallas at this point. Okay, simply just simply because I mean, look, Vegas. I mean, look, Vegas has Eichel. Eichel's a good player, and and I I was looking up his stats and uh, McDavid's stats earlier on today, and just that part of me went, if you know, Vegas wins the cup, all we're gonna hear eichel's better than mcdavid and uh, because jack eichel won a cup before him and uh, just the, the thought of that just made me cringe
1: okay thank you sir robert talk to you again soon thank you reed we got don as well on the certainty hotline hello don go ahead please
0: how you doing thanks for t- taking my call yeah go ahead hey uh the question i would ask uh, what drop is that uh uh, and, and I talked to you before about this is uh, overall their team defense was poor and I would just like uh, want to know like what would you want to do to try and prove your team your team overall defense and uh, I'm just curious like which did, which coach would be responsible for team overall defense I know Manson looks after the defenseman but uh, the team defense is different things because I thought a lot of times the, it was the forwards to blame yes. for leaving people open all the time. So uh, it's more of a team defense. So that, that would be the question I'd want
2: to ask him: uh, What would he do to overall improve team
1: defense? And he was sort of asked that today. So we'll 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 get to some of those done. Uh, yeah, that's 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 fair. And you and you make a good point, And we talk about that all the time. The forwards have uh, have often been as big a problem as the defensemen when the Oilers have defensive laps. Is Don still on the line, Kellen? <laughs> Yeah, Don. Who's who's winning it all now? what of the four teams that are left
0: at the beginning
1: of the playoffs, Carolina, and now, and now they're looking really good,
0: so I, I can't change from that, so uh, I'm
1: still going with Carolina. Okay, thank you, Don. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bye. That's Don uh, checking in. Yeah, coffee with Woody. He would say, uh, hey, well, what about the, the defense here? Like, how are you really going to fix that? Whose responsibility is that? I think, ultimately, it's the head, everything is the head coach's responsibility, though they're always consulting with the other coaches, but that would be a fair conversation to have and as much as the orders have improved over the last well i mean four years really um they that's still the old problem isn't it that uh, they can get hemmed in and they can make some gaffes or they can uh, get out of position and they give up too many goals that's maybe that's the last step maybe maybe that's the last i know i've been talking a little bit about uh having more a couple more annoying guys on your team maybe that's maybe that's not even such a big deal maybe it's just Finding ways to keep the puck out of the net. 7804960063. You'll hear more from Holland and Woodcroft, more from you as well. It's Inside Sports on Chess.